to the Red Light Report. Your number one source for all things red light therapy. Where you will learn how to optimize your health, wellness, and longevity with the power of photobiomodulation. I'm your host, Dr. Mike Belkowski. Welcome back, everybody. Here we are, another week, another solo sode of the Red Light Report. I hope everyone is having a fantastic beginning to their fall. Up here in Montana, falls can be pretty darn quick, and I'm talking about they can come and go within a couple of weeks, all those color changes and all the fun that's that's associated with the fall, which is also some really nice weather. And luckily for us, it's been a nice, long, drawn-out fall to this point, knock on wood, because that can change in a heartbeat in Montana, but it looks like we're going to have a nice, long, quote-unquote, long fall, so I'm going to soak it up while I can before the snow flies which brings on some shoveling, which is excellent exercise. And that's the end of my uh, little diatribe here. But my whole point was, hope you guys are enjoying your fall. <laughs> uh, but guys, we're going to jump straight into some fun new information here. I've gotten a lot of questions and a lot of requests as it relates to the new BioLite product, The Matrix, which you guys have heard me talk about a couple of times now. And are probably familiar with the fact that it's a full-body red light therapy mat. It's not a panel, and that's the exciting part. I see it as the next newest innovation or iteration in red light therapy. Just a quick backstory. There's been a lot of friction, and I've gotten this from a lot of customers, whether they're current customers or potential customers or just people interested in red light therapy, and one of the big friction points with red light therapy is that they have to stand in front of this device, especially if it's a full body device like the Restore Plus from BioLite that you can hang from a door that you would stand in front of. That's a huge friction point. People don't want to have to stand or, or physically they're just not able to for, for 5 to 10 to 15 minutes at a pop. And secondly, a lot of people don't have the time to do so meaning they don't have the time, they have a very hectic, busy schedule, whether it's personal, business, dealing with family, all that fun stuff. They just don't have the time to set aside 10 or 15 minutes to do the red light therapy. And or it's a combination. They don't have the time and or they don't want to stand, have to stand in front of this red light therapy device for X amount of time. The counterpoint to that, I brought that up to someone the other day, and their counterpoint was actually that they enjoy the fact that they have to set aside time to do the red light therapy because it forces them to quiet their mind and to allow them to do the red light therapy. Just throwing out numbers here, whether it's 10 or 15 minutes or even five minutes, it's some personal alone time, whether you're doing breathing or meditation or whatever you do while you're in front of the red light therapy that helps take your mind away from the busy day, helps you slow down, helps you de-stress and decompress and all that good stuff that comes along with with some alone time, but then combine that with, with the wonderful relaxing wavelengths of red and near-infrared light. So there is that counterpoint. But for the vast majority of people, especially people who are just learning and dipping their toes into the red light therapy space, again, the standing and the setting aside time has been a major friction point. Of course, there's other devices. There's tabletop models. There's handheld versions where you don't necessarily have to stand in front of it. But again, by and large, you have to set aside time to do specific treatments. So regardless, along this journey of founding 
and growing biolite. I've noticed that time and time again, that's a major friction point. And then along with that, whenever people ask what device should they get, what device would be best for their certain circumstances or, or just for red light therapy in general. And what I always tell people, and this isn't a selling point by any means, this is truly an honest answer, a full body red light therapy device is best. While it's quite the investment, it's probably well worth the investment because by doing full body red light therapy on a consistent basis, you're guaranteeing that you're going to be getting systemic benefits, meaning full body benefits that we know are associated with red light therapy, such as optimized mitochondrial health or, or optimized mitochondrial function. As you all know from listening to this podcast, that comes with a laundry list of health benefits and longevity benefits. Just for the new people listening in, mitochondrial dysfunction is associated with over three quarters of our modern diseases and cancers. And that comes from Dr. Doug Wallace, who's a mitochondrial researcher, considered the top one in the world. So if you can optimize your mitochondrial health simply with the power of red light therapy, you can help mitigate, prevent, and even sometimes reverse a majority of modern day diseases. So that's powerful. So that's why I say, if you're gonna invest in red light therapy, and when you invest in a device, it should last virtually forever. So it's a big one-time purchase. It's a big one lump sum of money. But if you're looking to invest in your health and wellness, man, your money's going to go a long way by putting it towards a full body red light therapy device. With that being said, just going down the checklist here again, those friction points, people don't want to stand in front of their device and they don't want to set aside time for their device. And from my subjective opinion is that a full body device is best, which runs into, I guess you could say it's a third friction point. And that is that these full body devices, these full body panels are not easy to transport. Like let's say you want to take it on the go, you know, you're going on a road trip or you want to take it to a friend's house or you want to take it on the plane, let alone moving it from room to room. Uh, lugging around a 20 pound plus panel, not to mention its size in general, it's just not practical or fun to do in any given situation. So that's the other friction point. It's somewhat self-limiting that you would have to buy a full body panel and just leave it hanging on the door infinitum because you probably want to use it in other avenues or other environments or, you know, share it with people, you know, friends and family. So it kind of cuts down on that potential when you're dealing with a big, massive panel. And so all of that to say, that's where the matrix was more or less derived from, was me noticing all of these, we'll call them complaints or friction points with these current full body devices. You had to stand in front of them. You had to set aside time. You weren't able to take them on the go. I mean, you could throw them in your car, but again, you have to take it off the door. You have to carry it and find room for it and hope you don't smash it and indent it and all that stuff. So it was very limiting, these panels. With all of that to say that panels have their time and place because something we'll talk about here with the Matrix is that it intentionally has a much, much lower light irradiance compared to panels. And... Again, that's very intentional, and we'll get into that in a bit. But again, the matrix, what I envisioned when I was developing and considering this new innovative product that now is the matrix, 
I wanted to ultimately solve and remedy, you know, these problem areas for full body red light therapy devices, because of course, one of my main goals, whether it's BioLight or, or just myself, is educating the masses about red light therapy so that everyone can understand its enormous healing capacity so that they could understand how they could wield this amazing healing technology for their own benefit to improve their own quality of health via health and wellness. And so I think the more that people can understand and kind of connect the dots, especially for those that aren't really into science, I think it can be a little overwhelming. But regardless, if I can help people connect the dots on how they can best utilize red light therapy for their health and wellness goals, you know, then I've done my due diligence or my, or my job, so to speak. Another part of that by being a founder of a red light therapy company is really taking a pulse on the red light therapy community as a whole and finding ways to innovate and fill the void and, and push the red light therapy environment forward so that we can all benefit in the best way possible from red light therapy. Because again, as you guys have heard me preach, I think the more people that can consistently use red light therapy and understand how it benefits them will ultimately improve all of our health and wellness. And truly, that's my end goal. And that's really why I got into physical therapy in the first place when I chose that as my profession is I just have this deep drive and compassion for helping people, especially with health. That's my calling, so to speak. And so with physical therapy, I found my own avenue and my own niche uh, where I was really able to move the needle, pun intended, because with dry needling, I was able to improve people's health and pain levels much, much further than I did with these allopathic modes of, of treatment that I was taught in school. And while there's, again, there's a time and place for all of this, I'm not trying to throw any of this stuff under the bus, whether it's panels of red light therapy or whether it's uh, allopathic medicine, but I'm just trying to find ways where I can help improve people's health as efficiently and as effectively as possible. And so with physical therapy, I was able to do that very well with dry needling. And now I'm trying to do that same thing with red light therapy. I'm trying to find ways that I can help people integrate red light therapy as seamless as possible so they can do it as consistently as possible so that they can realize the benefits of red light therapy as easily as possible in their own life. So again, by addressing these friction points, by making it so you don't have to stand in front of a device, by making it so you don't have to set aside time to do red light therapy. And you still can with the matrix. That's still an option because I know people that truly do love to set aside time for the red light therapy. But again, for those that can't or, or are just aren't able to right now with their own lifestyle, the matrix answer those questions. And again, thirdly, with the portability factor, the matrix is as portable as a handheld device, essentially, other than it's it's bigger, but you can roll it up like a yoga mat, throw it in the car, throw it in your bag, throw it in your suitcase, if you're traveling on an airplane, and you can take that full body device on the go, as easy as packing your clothes, so to speak. So that was really my goal with developing and coming up with this red light therapy mat that is the matrix. And at the time of this recording, it is currently on pre-order. So if after listening to this podcast, you want to go check it out, of course, go to biolight.shop and that will take you to the homepage. And the first thing you'll see is the matrix and you can click on whatever link you want there. There's a couple options to learn more 
and to view the physical product. But of course, I'm going to address a handful of questions here that I get about the matrix so that if you're curious about this product or, or just about how one would use it, because it is different than a panel, then hopefully you'll garner some more insight into this red light therapy mat. And I guess just another part of this backstory here about the product is that I've been using a PEMF mat for quite some time now. I got it last Christmas and I use it every single night when I am watching whatever show my wife and I are watching at the time, whether it's Alone or House of Dragons at this point or Great British Baking Show or some comedy show like The Office or Parks and Rec, what have you, whatever. We have our decompression time at night. And my point being is that I have a PEMF mat set up in my Lazy Boy recliner so that I'm literally either sitting or lying on it while I'm watching, you know, whatever we're watching that night. And so I'm able to not have to set aside any time. I'm doing it while I'm doing something I'd be doing anyway, meaning watching TV. And so I'm able to get this therapy in, this pulsed electromagnetic field, healing my body for 60 to 90 minutes every single night, just because I have that mat set up in my chair. And so for those who aren't especially familiar with PEMF therapy, uh, let me read you off just a quick little description here from a website and then some of its benefits. So PEMF, as I mentioned just a little bit ago, stands for Pulsed Electromagnetic Field. This type of therapy sends bursts of low-level magnetic frequencies directly into the body. These low frequencies pass through the skin to penetrate and heal muscle, bones, tendons, and even organs. Many people like PEMF therapy as a non-invasive way to treat injuries, chronic pain, and even long-term issues like depression and diabetes. The goal is to expedite recovery from the inside out. When you get PEMF therapy, you'll use a PEMF machine, either a mat or a pad, on your body. Electromagnetic pulses penetrate the body at the cellular level, stimulating your cells to begin the natural healing process. And so moving on here, here are 8 plus PEMF benefits. Literally, there are so many benefits to a regular PEMF therapy session. Research by NASA and other bodies have found that PEMF therapy can deliver the following results. Better circulation, pain reduction, improved muscle relaxation and performance, decreased inflammation and swelling, improved oxygenation and tissue, enhanced cellular repair and recovery, improved immune system, and better sleep. There's some evidence to suggest that PEMF therapy can help with anti-aging. PEMF pulses can stimulate the production of HGH, which is a growth hormone, and melatonin, two hormones that are known to have anti-aging properties and also help with sleep. Biohackers love PEMF therapy for its potential to extend our lifespans and improve cellular regeneration. PEMF works to stimulate your autonomic nervous system, which is a part of the brain and the nervous system that controls many parts of your body's healing and health abilities. It also controls breathing, heart rate, and other vital functions. When you're able to balance your autonomic nervous system, your body is able to function and recover properly in less time. And so listening to that kind of synopsis of PEMF therapy, it sounds eerily similar 
to red light therapy, does it not? In terms that it can improve circulation, help reduce pain, help with muscle relaxation and, and athletic performance and decrease inflammation and enhance cellular repair. I mean, that sounds a lot like red light therapy, but you're just using a different type of wave. And one thing I'll add is that as similar as it sounds to red light therapy, there is no mention of improved or direct effect on mitochondrial health. So if you're thinking like, aha, maybe PMF would be a better idea than red light therapy, well, you'll surely get a lot of health benefits, but again, nothing directly therapeutically alters or improves upon mitochondrial health like red and near-infrared light. Because again, just as a quick review, there's the chromophore on the mitochondria, which accepts light. It's a photoacceptor, and it responds specifically to two wavelengths. Of course, you know this by now, it's red and near-infrared light. So it's not going to respond directly to electromagnetic pulses or, or fields. There's probably an indirect effect, but nothing improves mitochondrial health like red and near-infrared light. So that's why I use PEMF on a consistent basis is because of all of those benefits. And why not stack those benefits while I'm consistently using red light therapy and of course a full spectrum sunlight outside and grounding outside so I'm getting normal magnetic fields connected from the earth to my body on a consistent basis. And then the sauna, whether you use an infrared sauna or just a classic Finnish style barrel sauna or something like that, or whatever your, your local gym has that you might use a steam sauna. Uh, but regardless, you just start stacking all of these different modalities on a consistent basis. And you're just going to start seeing improved health and vitality inherently. I mean, there's no way for your body not to go in a positive direction when you give the body what it wants. And so I guess all of that was to say that was, that was kind of a nice little rabbit hole into PEMFs. But all of that to say is that I've been spending darn near every night on this PEMF mat. And so again, I'm not having to set aside time because I'm already watching TV downstairs with my wife. I don't have to stand in front of it, surely, because it's a mat. I can just throw it on my chair and most people probably throw it on their couch or throw it on the ground. I know a lot of massage therapists throw it on their treatment table. So you just lay down on it. Very simple to use. You could do it while you are doing some breathing exercises, while you're reading. So again, you're not having to stand. You're not having to set aside time. And those mats, I'll tell you though, you cannot roll up like a yoga mat and they're very heavy because they're full of amethyst crystals and tourmaline minerals, or at least most of them are. And I don't know what the exact weight is. I would have to wait or, or look at the uh, statistics online here, but it's got to be around 20 pounds because those things are, are just full of those crystals and minerals. But my point being, that sparked an idea for the next iteration of red light therapy products. And to me, it was a red light therapy mat, a full body red light therapy mat. And I was quite frankly surprised and darn near shell-shocked that there was not a red light therapy mat on the market. So when I saw that, it was just an automatic aha moment that this had to be done for all the reasons I've, I've outlined. And so that's kind of the backstory on the matrix and how it's come to be. And I'll tell you what, when you, when you come up with an idea and you want to bring a product to market, it always takes much, much longer than you would think for various reasons. And so this has really been in the works since the beginning of 2022. And here we are in mid-October 
and we're in the middle of, of pre-orders and this thing's about to officially launch to the masses. So I'm very excited about that. But again, the whole point of the matrix is to allow people to utilize red light therapy on a consistent basis without them having to set aside time, without them having to necessarily stand in front of it if they don't want to. And then thirdly, they can take it with them much easier than, than lugging around a big bulky panel. And so that's why I'm really excited about the matrix. And I really think it's gonna be the next big thing in red light therapy because it's so versatile and it meets all the criteria we've been speaking about here. And so with that being said, with the pre-order now going on for a couple of weeks, I've been getting a lot of questions that I think people want answered. And some of them have even requested that it be done in a podcast format. So, so that's kind of the impetus for putting this together. And I hope that you guys do find this information at least somewhat useful or interesting, or maybe it does help you make a decision whether a red light therapy mat is or isn't for you. All right, guys, as I promised, I am going to be offering you guys an exclusive 15% discount for the pre-sale order of The Matrix. Uh, like I spoke about earlier, this is a groundbreaking, innovative, patent-pending piece of technology from BioLite. It is literally a full-body red light therapy mat. You heard that right, a mat. It's a quarter of an inch thick. You can roll it up like a yoga mat. It has over 2,100 LEDs, and like all BioLite, light products, you have the option of choosing red and near-infrared light combo, red light only, or near-infrared light only. The dimensions are 69 inches by 34 inches, so you can either lay on it full body, cover it on top of your body like a blanket, roll up a section of your body, let's say your abdomen or one of your legs or one of your arms or a third or half of your body at once, roll yourself up like a bean burrito, and literally give yourself a 360 degree red light therapy treatment. And more or less, you can think of this mat, the matrix, as the next phase of red light therapy. Because right now, everyone has panels and there's a time and place for that. But I think now is the time for innovation and moving the needle forward on red light therapy technology. This red light therapy mat, the matrix, roll it up. You can sit on it. You can stand on it. You can lay on it. You can roll yourself up. It's extremely versatile. It's easy to take on the go. So you're not just bound to hanging it up on a door or a wall. It's very easy to take on the go. Put it in the corner of your room. So it takes up minimal room in your house. The options are endless. Really, you guys, my loyal podcast audience, I'm going to offer you guys a 15% discount through pre-sale, which will be through the majority of October. So for the next three or four weeks from the recording of this podcast, you can get 15%. And the discount code is simply podcast. So go to biolight.shop, check out the matrix. If you want this exclusive 15% discount, simply use coupon code podcast at checkout to receive that discount. And I know you guys are going to absolutely love this game-changing product, the matrix. But regardless, let me go down some of these questions and answer them as thoroughly as I can to help give you guys even some more insight into this product. And so one of the questions is, how can it be used and is it good for everybody? And so in some way, shape or form, that is a question I've been getting somewhat often is like, why the matrix? Why this mat? Who can use it? And how can I use it? So with that being said, let's start with how can it be used? How can the matrix be used? To answer that question, or to even begin answering that question, let's talk about the light irradiance of the mat. And so it's around 20 milliwatts per centimeter squared. For example, 
our handheld device, the Shine, is around 100 milliwatts per centimeter square. That's light irradiance. That's the power of the light. So that's already a drastic decrease from 20 to 100. And then if you look at our panels, such as the Recharge Plus or the Restore Plus, that's upwards of 130 milliwatts per centimeter squared. And so again, compare that to the 20 milliwatts per centimeter squared of the matrix. And that again is intentional on various levels. And so first and foremost, with a panel, you are going to be standing six to 12 inches away at least, meaning when you're on the matrix, you're going to be in direct contact with these LEDs or, or virtually in, in direct contact. So you wouldn't want to necessarily be in direct contact with LEDs with a light irradiance of the panels because that's a surefire way to overtreat. And I think that's one of the most common issues with people who don't have successful red light therapy treatments or, or results and or they get these negative side effects from red light therapy is that they over treat. And so if I were to list a fourth reason for developing the matrix, it is to ensure that people have a greater likelihood of having a successful treatment, I guess is the best way to put it. Because by doing a lower and slower red light therapy treatment, and again, what I mean by that is a lower light irradiance but you can be on the device for a longer period of time versus a higher and quicker treatment with a power. And that's another marketing thing that I think we should discern here is that a higher light irradiance or a higher light power does not equal better. And that's what a lot of these companies are touting is that if you have a higher light irradiance, your panel or your device is better. And that's simply not true because that just means that you're going to have quicker treatments or you should have quicker, more efficient treatments. Otherwise, you're surely going to be over-treating because you'll be absorbing too many joules of light energy. And so that's just a marketing ploy. There's actually a sweet spot really where you'd want to have a panel device and that's really in that 100 to 130 milliwatts per centimeter squared. Once you start going much above that, your treatments are going to be quite short, and I don't think people understand that, so they're much more likely to overtreat. So again, back to the matrix, by doing a low and slow approach, that's much more forgiving as far as a specific treatment or protocol or trying to get a certain dosage. I mean, just think about for cooking, for example, whether it's in the microwave or on the oven, if you do something at a high or hot temperature, your window for having that food cooked how you like it is much smaller than if you lower the temperature, but for a longer duration. But you're going to have more forgiveness on either side of those times. When it's high and hot, you have, let's say, 10 seconds or 30 seconds on either side to get that food just how you like it. But if you were to do it at a lower temperature, then you have a grace period of, let's say, maybe a couple of minutes or several minutes or maybe even five minutes on either side because you're doing lower and slower. So your window for an optimal dosage is much wider with a low and slow approach versus a high and fast approach, so to speak. And so I see that exact same thing with red light therapy. And so I think people have a greater success rate with the matrix because they'll be doing more of that lower and slower approach, meaning they'll have more of a grace period on either side of that optimal dosage. So they're more likely to see the benefits they're looking for versus the higher 
and more intense light irradiance approach with, with the panels. If you know what you're doing and if you are very precise with your treatment protocols, which again, you have to have those protocols to begin with. But again, if you're utilizing the protocols I've put together based on the research and you're utilizing a panel, and again, you're very strict to those times and dosages, then you are likely to see the results you're looking for provided all of those metrics are are correct, meaning the research is correct and the protocols I'm giving you are correct, and then you're correct with your distance and time and, and light parameters. But again, you can see how that takes a lot of things to align for you to see this picturesque ideal of a most efficient and effective treatment session based on what you're trying to treat. And so all of that to say is that using a panel and all these protocols is much more of a sniper approach compared to the matrix. Again, I'm not trying to rain on anyone's parade about panels because of course they work. I mean, look at all the testimonials and friends and family that speak positively about the results they've seen with red light therapy. So I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying the matrix, the way it's designed and engineered, especially with its lower light irradiance, allows more grace and allows more wiggle room on either side to see positive results. So you're much more likely to see the results you're looking for relative to panels. And with that being said, I also know that people enjoy the red light therapy so much that if they were to follow these protocols for the panels that I've put together, the treatment times are typically four, five, six, seven minutes. You know, some of them get up to 10 minutes. But a lot of people just love to spend time in front of their red light therapy or, or with their red light therapy for the reasons I mentioned earlier in this episode as far as just setting aside time for themselves to mentally decompress or do some meditation or I know people that just have their panel on and they do their yoga or other exercise while the panel is on. So they just love being immersed in the red light therapy and having a treatment time of four or five minutes really isn't that much. So I think a lot of people would gravitate towards something like the matrix just because it allows them to be more intimately involved or connected with their red light therapy for an extended period of time on a consistent basis. So with the matrix, you can lay down on the mat and do either side and probably do upwards of 20 to 30 minutes for a full body treatment, so to speak. Whereas with a panel, it would be closer to 10 minutes total. So I do know, especially myself, if I'm reading a book or if I'm watching something on my iPad, you know, having 30 minutes on my mat just is something internally just feels much more comforting and, and relaxing and you just get to bask in the glory, so to speak. Just like when you're in a sauna, you know, doing a five or 10 minute sauna isn't much, but doing, you know, 30 to 40 minutes, there's just something about that that, that feels better. So I think the same thing with red light therapy, people want to spend more time with it. But with a panel, that's just not realistic given its higher light irradiance. So it's kind of twofold there with the lower light irradiance. A, it allows more grace, meaning you're more likely to see a successful dosage and thus a successful treatment and thus successful or more effective results sooner. And then secondly, I know people just want to spend more time in and with their red light therapy. And while I'm saying this out loud, I'm also wondering with a lower light dosage or a lower light irradiance, if people will not see as intense of detox symptoms, because with a lower light irradiance, you're going to have a lower dosage in the same amount of time compared to a panel. So for people that are just starting off with red light therapy, 
and you get a panel, it's relatively common, maybe 10% of the time or so, that people get these detox symptoms of, you know, headaches and malaise and lethargy and just, you know, sometimes even nausea. And those are detox symptoms because you're opening up pathways that may have been closed for years and years and years. And so I'm wondering if people start off with the mat and they just do shorter sessions, and I'm talking five or 10 minutes, which would be a lower duration with the matrix, that they may not see those detox symptoms at all or, or surely less intensely because you wouldn't be seeing the same amount of dosage of light compared to a panel that could be blasting your, your cells and bodies and mitochondria with this light. And again, detox is just a sign that your body's healing. So it's not like it's a bad thing, but it just doesn't feel good. And if you can avoid it, then that's surely a plus. But back to the question at hand, how can it be used? And is it good for everybody? And so the second part of that question, is it good for everybody? Well, according to the research, there are no contraindications. And the only precautions are those dealing with cancer and pregnancy. And the precautions are that the research actually doesn't show anything negative with those situations, but we just don't know for certain yet. So err on the side of caution. And if you do have a an area that had past cancer or is currently metastatic, then surely don't irradiate those areas directly. Or if you're breastfeeding or currently are carrying a child, again, don't directly irradiate those areas, but treat other areas. Maybe you have a bum, elbow, or ankle or something, or you just want to treat your brain for some anxiety stress. By all means, do that, and you will not be affecting those areas of concern. So my point being with all of that, Red light therapy, in essence, according to the research, is a good thing for everyone because we all have mitochondria. And in essence, that's what red light therapy is treating. And that's what helps promote health and wellness and longevity with red light therapy is treating the mitochondria. So it is good for everybody, and especially when they use it correctly. And so how can it be used? How can the matrix be used? Well, given that it's flexible and you can roll it up, the options are relatively endless. The only thing you can't do with the matrix is fold it or bend it because of the the circuits and drivers that are in there that could damage them. So you can roll it up, but just don't fold it. So you can lay on the ground, you can put it on your bed, you can lay on the couch, you can form it to a chair, so to speak, kind of like what I'm doing with my lazy boy. So whether you're sitting or laying or reclined, the, the mat will be malleable and form to that chair. And so you have all of those options and you still have the option to hang it on the door or hang it on the wall. And that's another huge perk of the matrix is that with it only being six pounds, you can literally use some nails or, or otherwise, and this will come with the matrix, some hooks to attach to the matrix. And you'll see what I mean when you check out the product page, but it allows you to literally hang the matrix on the wall somewhere. So you're not just relegated to a door, you can hang it on the wall. So that's pretty cool. But my point being, how can it be used? Well, you can lay on it, you can sit on it, you can hang it up, you can do some stretching or yoga on it. I know a lot of people will surely gravitate towards that and love it. So those are really the main ways you can use it. And as far as how to properly utilize the matrix itself for specific issues, that'll be outlined in the user manual and further outlined in in future renditions of the ebook. Another good thing to know about the matrix is that there's various light intensities. 
So you'll be able to choose between five light intensities from obviously from low to high. And so you can adjust that as necessary. The next question we'll go to, and it's so close to the skin than the other models, question mark. Are the lights as strong? Is it really safe so close? And so that's the next question. Basically, with the uh, LEDs being so close to the skin, are the lights as strong and is it really that safe? And so just to kind of reiterate what I've answered there, I've kind of indirectly answered that question indirectly. Are the lights as strong? No. So the light irradiance again is 20 milliwatts per centimeter squared for the matrix, whereas most panels are 100 to 130. With biolight devices, again, the handheld model is 100 and the, the panels are upwards of 130 milliwatts per centimeter squared. And so again, the light irradiance is intentionally that low to account for the fact that you'll be either laying or sitting directly on this mat. And as we discussed before, there's other you know, relatively indirect benefits of that low light irradiance, such as uh, not having to take a sniper approach, you know, having much more lenience with your treatments, so much more likely to have those successful treatments. And then another indirect byproduct of having a very low light irradiance and I think this is going to make a lot of people excited, is that that'll be much more conducive for treating the eyes or improving eye health. Because again, if you look at a lot of the eye health research or a lot of the photobiomodulation research that has shown positive results with eye health, whether it's improving visual and color acuity or mitigating or, or fixing ocular or retinopathies, age-related macular degeneration, stuff like that, it's used with very low light irradiance. And so I know people get really excited when they hear red light therapy improves eye health, but they likely have a panel or a device that has a very high light irradiance. So again, there's that juxtaposition where the product doesn't necessarily match the research. So you have to be very careful and know what dosage is required to improve a certain condition. And so again, back to eye health, the light irradiance is especially low, just like for skin health, it takes a much lower dosage to see a positive result with skin health. And so this matrix having a very, very low light irradiance relative to, to these panel devices, it's going to be much more conducive for treating the eyes. It's going to be much more conducive for treating the skin. And again, having a, a much larger window of opportunity, I think that's what I should call it. You'll have a much larger window of opportunity to see the results you're looking for. So you don't have to be confined to a much lower area of opportunity, so to speak. Because that's another thing, when people use red light therapy, most people are looking to get improved skin health. And again, with these higher power devices, it's much easier to overtreat and overdose so you're not getting those benefits you're looking for. But something with a lower light irradiance would allow you much more grace and a much larger window of opportunity to see those positive results. So both for skin health and especially for eye health, the matrix is going to be much more conducive for treatments. So looking at other questions that I've received here about the matrix, a lot of them are just red light therapy specific, such as is red light good for postpartum? Is it useful for dialysis patients? What age can you start putting children on this? Is there a time limit? And so let's just answer that children one first. So just like any red light therapy treatment, it works across the age span. It works across the lifespan. And you use the exact same dosage for an infant 
that you would for a full-grown adult. And so if you guys have been listening for a while on the Red Light Report, you may have remembered my interview with Dr. Praveen Arani, who was a, he is one of the most respected photobiomodulation researchers and experts in the field. And I remember him giving me that answer specifically when I asked if you would more or less, let's say, fractionalize a protocol. So for instance, would you use 25% of a treatment protocol for an infant that you would for an adult or even 50%? His answer was no. You use the same protocol regardless of age and regardless of size. That's what the current research is showing. So to answer this person's question directly, whether it's a panel or a handheld device or the matrix, you can use these devices whenever you want to optimize your infant or your child's health. And again, you'll be using the same protocols for your child that you would for yourself. Of course, if you're dealing with an infant or a child, you may want to even further protect their eyes just because they might not know what's going on or or know where to look or, or just be as cautious. So you may want to put on some eye protection But regardless, you should feel safe and confident in utilizing red light therapy. Again, whether it's a panel or the matrix, you should feel confident in the safety and effectiveness when utilizing red light therapy with your child or or your infant. The second part of that question was, is there a time limit? Again, that was kind of answered, but I'll answer it more directly. Just like for children, just like for adults, the time limit is dependent on what you're treating, which again is outlined in the red light therapy treatment protocol ebook that I've developed, which is included with the purchase of a BioLite device. So just be sure to check out those protocols. And again, this will be more succinctly and directly outlined in the user manual as far as how to alter the dosages for the matrix since it's a lower light irradiance relative to the current protocols which are using kind of the panel, the higher light irradiances. So that'll be outlined in the user manual. And then like I mentioned before, I will outline that in future editions of the ebook. But then for those other questions that um, were more red light therapy specific, such as is red light therapy good for postpartum? Is it useful for dialysis patients? Again, all those questions get the same answer just as if it was a panel. So there's no difference with a matrix versus a panel as far as what can it treat or is it effective for this? Because remember, red light therapy is dependent on two wavelengths being utilized and that's red light and that's near infrared. So as long as your product is utilizing those two wavelengths and as long as your light irradiance isn't astronomically low, you're gonna get those positive results. That's really what matters as far as effectiveness. And this question wasn't asked here directly, but given that we talked about PEMF mats, this is another question that probably are on a lot of people's minds is the EMF of the mat because it has to be plugged into electricity and you'll be laying directly on it probably. So so my point being is that it gives off similar or comparable EMFs to that of a PEMF mat. And again, people in the health and wellness field, people in the biohacking world, people who are into alternative holistic health absolutely love their PEMF mats. And I know a lot of naturopathic physicians as well that just tout the benefits that they or their family or their clients and patients have with PEMF mats, whether it's reducing pain, recovering from an injury, boosting their immunity during times of sickness or to prevent getting sick. 
People love their PEMF mats, but they are also plugged into electricity. And I've actually measured this myself with an EMF meter. They certainly put off some EMFs, but it's the healing capacity that significantly outweighs that relatively small amount of EMFs that you'd be quote unquote close to or in contact with the mats. So same thing with the matrix, same thing with this red light therapy mat. Yes, it's going to be putting off some EMFs and yes, you're going to be in direct contact with it, but the healing responses via the red and near infrared light to your mitochondria, to modulating inflammation, to improving circulation, all of those benefits greatly, greatly outweigh those EMFs that you'll be quote unquote in contact with, just like a PEMF mat. But I do want to go back quickly and just answer this person's question. I think it's more so about is red light therapy useful for dialysis patients. So I just want to go over this piece of research just for fun and edification for all of us about red light therapy and kidney health. And so this research article actually just came out in February of this year in 2022 about the role of photobiomodulation on chronic kidney disease. Chronic kidney disease is a worldwide public health problem with adverse outcomes of kidney failure, cardiovascular disease, and premature health. Accumulating studies have suggested that inflammation, mitochondrial dysfunction, and oxidative stress play pivotal roles in the development and progression of chronic kidney disease. The implementation of evidence-based clinical practice only slows its progression to end-stage kidney disease. Kidney replacement therapy whether it's transplantation or dialysis, and death are the consequences of end-stage kidney disease, resulting in a significant burden on the health system. Hence, there's an urgent need for the novel therapies for chronic kidney disease. Photobiomodulation, the use of non-thermal light for therapeutic purposes, has been used clinically for more than 50 years to treat a wide range of diseases. Photobiomodulation is effective in mitigating inflammation, mitochondrial dysfunction, and oxidative stress, all of which are factors inherent in chronic kidney disease. However, the potential role of photobiomodulation in treating chronic kidney disease has not yet been explored. And so that's what they do in this research article. So I'm not going to go through all of the hot mess that is you know, in the methods and in their results because there's a lot of deep, deep science there. But I'm going to move straight to the conclusion, which I think is powerful enough for the purpose of this conversation. And so the conclusion of this study is that they say, the present study suggests that photobiomodulation directly reduced inflammation and fibrosis in kidney tubular cells when used at the appropriate dose. Of course, the the end result isn't that it ends chronic kidney disease or it doesn't reverse end-stage kidney disease, but that wasn't the purpose of the study. What they did find was that when red light therapy is used correctly, it does indeed reduce inflammation and fibrosis in the kidney. So I know that didn't answer that person's question specifically relative to dialysis, but indirectly we can see that the kidney does benefit from red light therapy when used properly. But that's all I have for today, guys. Again, I appreciate all of you for tuning in and listening. As always, uh, I hope you found this conversation about the matrix and about a full body red light therapy mat and the potential that it does have and, and its potential use cases. And I know a lot of them I haven't even mentioned or thought of because I think you, the potential consumer and user of the product, will find your own intuitive and imaginative ways to use the matrix, given that it's flexible and portable 
the versatility is sky high. So I know you guys will find interesting and fun ways to use that mat. But again, I hope you guys found the conversation interesting, informative, and hopefully applicable. And as always, enjoy your time outside, enjoy the sun, enjoy the fall weather, and light up your health. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Red Light Report. If you like what you heard today, go ahead and leave us a review on iTunes and other podcast platforms to help spread the word so other people can learn about the many health, wellness, and longevity benefits of red light therapy. If you're looking for more educational content, check out our Instagram page at biolight.shop and our YouTube channel, Biolight. I'm Dr. Mike Belkowski, and I'll see you on the next episode.